Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Barry. Season 1, episode number 6, entitled Chapter 6, Listen With Your Ears, React With Your Face, written by Emily Heller, directed by Hiro Murray. I gave it a 9.6 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I laughed at quite a lot of uh, scenes. And I'm really sorry that a funny character was taken out quite so abruptly because they definitely were appreciated in all of their weirdness. But before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Podbean, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback on Barry or any other show that we do, blackercouch at gmail.com. So we're going to break off into not do scene by scene, a few side uh, characters and their progress, and then really jump back over to the main bit of what was going on with Barry. First off, let's go with Sally because she's my least favorite character it's not her characterization i felt like i've used that word three times now that is uh the bothersome part like of course that's not someone i would want to have a conversation with nor is it her interaction with barry it's just that she's not funny i don't find the scenes even when she's playing into what she's supposed to play into particularly funny or captivating in any fashion but what we did get this week from her is her being very frustrated in her Macbeth scene when Barry shows up he's got a lot on his mind like a whole bunch of money in his backpack where a book on acting should be oh my and he is really trying to take direction but she's frustrated and she isn't shy about sharing her frustrations i understand her annoyance at barry who's just giving her lovesick puppy but once again you kind of i feel like that but on the other hand no one like at some point when i tell you to fuck off you should just fuck off there's no you know if i wanted to take advantage of you because you were way into me and then i was into you sure but she feels just always arrogant and it's not even (laughs) like i gene is arrogant in scenes when he's talking about his acting however he sells it better i don't know but she ends up requesting to play macbeth the leader or the lead of the play because she already stole the part from natalie who wasn't even there damn gene i kind of feel that and i i guess in his mind because this is what i mean by gene's funny and this funnier and i give him much more of a pass because he know you shouldn't have did that to natalie doesn't matter if you're not better it's about being in the position to be better like he was saying last week but at the same time he wants his shit to be successful and natalie is not it so she took her part of lady macbeth now she just wants to be macbeth 
he talks her into it because he feels bad for her she lies and says she was dropped from her agent girl that man never represented you tell me lies tell me sweet little lies unbeknownst to her there's someone out to kill her and i almost wish she was successful (laughs) she completely does not realize how close with death she came of being knifed in the parking lot while she listened to katy perry enough of her let's go to vasha vasha Goran and Noho Hank are going through the Bolivian stash house that still has all of the bodies. They're deciding on how to decorate it. They're very happy at the success. Goran mocks the fact that Cristobal is going to be so upset that they took his stash house. And he's like, yeah, because he's sure. Really good boss for doing this acting. He's like, "Uh, it costs, it costs me, it costs me so vasha comes over like so i've been following i've been following barry and he do no hit he do no hit he just you know smooch smooch with this woman and he goes to acting classes he does no hit goran is like come on man why you following him around who told you to do that that was not and i'm glad to learn that was not something he intended for him to do and no hank is like uh well, when he's, he said, why would you do this? He's like, he killed my brother. He's like, you need to get over that. You fucking bitch, why you bully me? Goran tells them, this is a direct order. Don't fucking kill Barry. Look what he's done for us. We're not about to kill him. And then they continue on walking over the dead bodies. So Vasha decides, if I can't kill Barry, then I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill his girlfriend, Sally. So he shows up to kill her at the acting class well, <laughs> he gets on stage and starts doing this uh Cheshire routine because he can't resist himself then he's in the booth doing something wa- waiting for sally to come out then he follows her to her car but runs smack into moss who immediately in the way he's acting all sussy and with murderous intent picks up what is possibly happening and decides to ask him about being a part of gene's acting class he says uh no wrong address tries to ease a smile and she says what uh what accent is that is that russian and she shows her badge and he immediately starts running why are you running why are you running i don't know if if folks can really call anybody stupid in this operation because you yelling at the one person that can kill you right you had no hope with the lipstick camera then you got vasha in the middle of the street on plenty of plenty of room to get the fuck away right and decided instead of deciding to drive away pulls out a ak-47 and starts shooting up the goddamn place ending in a shootout with moss who is able to once he reloads is able to shoot him in the gut he decides that he's gonna go out in a blaze of glory and she decides that she will allow that with four additional shots into his uh torso probably one in his head 
she is upset very upset because she began this episode waking in jean's bed he makes her breakfast after blowing on her to wake her up (laughs) she's like i gotta go to work but he ends up saying look this is our one week anniversary she says look this was nice but we we, this cannot be because i'm investigating your acting class he thinks that's a ruse so that she can have an excuse not to pursue anything with him and he was very honest like look i'm 47 years old i know when something good comes knocking on my door in the middle of the night i can be your hero baby i can kiss away the but alas she leaves but later on considering his words she ends up taking down all of the pictures from the acting class finally eliminating that they've hit a brick wall with this investigation everyone's proud that she's let this go by by applauding her so when it turns out especially after she finds the hidden money that barry had to hide and uh in a split second she thinks that maybe possibly she has been distracted by Jean's advances and she's she's sorry that she i'm not only sorry but regretful because she feels like it interfered with her job and then her partner asks like why were you here and he's like is it over and uh, he's like let's just get to work and he doesn't you know he doesn't hold it against her or anything like that but this is sad because gene unfortunately shows up and he asks like are you okay and she's just like go home just go home and he knows that something has changed between them because now this is a crime scene we had someone show up we have money we have a connection something's going on and i can't like this is this is doesn't look good for me at all and i have to put that first versus someone that i met one week ago but it was sad because i was they're starting to grow on me especially as much as she's like i do not i don't know why you should even i'm even attracted to you but i am (laughs) and he and i like the idea that he he wants to romance her i think that's a dying dying uh skill set seducing someone and not don't mean blowing in the ear (laughs) like he actually got up made her breakfast had it ready for her on the patio you know it's silly that he blew on her in the bed but it was just cute so let's get to the main story with barry barry and fuchs they are surveying an airstrip where the bolivians are going to show up specifically cristobal and their plan is to execute execute him prior to him even getting the chance to strike back at goran as soon as he lands they're gonna take him out but taylor is also there and he thinks that it should be a good idea to just blow the plane out of the sky because that's not at all 
you know, <laughs> inconspicuous. And then he says that he should, they should get a hot tub and put it out here. And he's sort of doing the fucking, oh my goodness. I, R.I.P. Taylor, man. Taylor was great. I loved him so much because he was so dead serious. <laughs> but he actually was not stupid, right? He was, he definitely had problems, but he wasn't stupid. He, de- he, he definitely needed, as Barry said, like he needs a handler. He needs someone like what you're doing with me and he even hopes that fuchs would take him on but fuchs just wants him dead the more he talks the more he wants him dead they talk about bum rushing the airstrip with a few more guys he's like look these are really good ideas um keep them coming he's trying to encourage him as a teammate but unlike and i'm really surprised that he didn't explain barry to Fuchs like this man saved my life it's not even just a matter of I should have killed him he had an opportunity to fuck me over and you and he did it so we need to make this work somehow some way but unfortunately being assertive is not something Barry is good at so he finds himself stuck in the middle between these two very Two people he really wants to have in his life in a certain way, even though they both are detrimental. Uh, he goes to spend time with Taylor at his house, who likes to watch anal sex. <laughs> He's like, look how much that guy just jizz. Just weak or something. What do you say? Something fucking weird. And barry's trying to encourage his ideas but also like we need to use a little bit more couth here you know we need to be a little bit more strategized but i do love your energy and i think he starts to talk about him taking over for barry and working directly with fuchs he's like wouldn't you like that he's like no i don't like that guy (laughs) it's amazing that both of them hate each other and he says well you know he's he's not that bad he's like well, why do you want to leave you know i want to pursue other things how much does he get he's like half he's like fuck that that dude's scamming you you should kill him and you can hear or see in barry's face not really here that that was something he probably wondered at some point and he's just stuffed it down like you're not doing absolutely anything i'm doing all of the work and you're getting half that don't sound right barry ends up uh well first he gives him the money so it's from the stash house it's half he didn't even have to give him this money and he's like look why don't you just kill him and then go off and do whatever the fuck you want to do instead of me working with Fuchs." just take this money he's like one it has to be cleaned and i don't th- barry i think has been being told lies by fuchs to make fuchs seem as if he's useful to him because he started to say well fuchs says it's like this but i i definitely think that i think that taylor's a hundred percent right that he's fucking him over 
he knows that barry won't take the money so while he's in the bathroom he decides to just put it in his bag for him right as and he can't even take his uh his face off of the off of the tv just casually watching the porn with his hands (laughs) crossed (laughs) and he's like i'm about to go he grabs his bag he also took his book out and he's like you want to hit this you want a roadie he's like no that's like rude he gets to the acting class and he's very freaked out by the fact that the money is in there so he goes to the restroom well first when he gets to acting class he apologizes for screaming everybody and then everyone's like no we're sorry we realized we took a vote we talked about it we're living in a bubble what did the one dude said i think i'm gonna start jermaine <laughs> i'm gonna start reading books on world war ii <laughs> and uh there i like that that uh that there is a genuine like between these people because they all want to be good actors they all have something and they are a little bit different than say sally who uh really hangs around them because she knows she's the best out of the bunch and likes being superior but you know these others are more like barry than than uh than like sally so they of course they they feel a lot more close to him uh so he hides the money in the bathroom uh in the shelf or not in the shelf in the ceiling and then jermaine comes and knocks on the toilet he's like i saw you rushing out do you have ibs because i want to share with you my ibs story oh that's nasty oh they're so nasty so after the berating he has three voicemails one's from taylor like uh i can't wait to kill the bolivians <laughs> you should kill fuchs then it's fuchs saying either kill taylor or uh tell him if he keep, doesn't keep his mouth shut you will put something up his ass and then he gets another one from Taylor who's like, so I bought this pool. You owe me $1,700. <laughs> a hot tub. And so he calls him back and he's about to tell him off. But he decides to avoid the confrontation, praise him instead for his ideas, but couch it in a way of, look, th- there needs to be a different strategy on this. And I like what you're saying too bad we couldn't do that bum rush idea but i'm gonna go ahead and do this one alone and he's listening now he's watching cartoons and he's like yeah he's like are you hearing me yeah yeah yeah. the job's off i'm gonna do it alone by the way you haven't told anybody right nope okay good i don't know why i asked you that because you're a professional and then he goes to do the job alone and there is taylor in his fucking army (laughs) attire ready i mean i love this this uh commentary right taken into a satirical way but it is it's like you train these people they're used to listening some not all but they do take orders from a a hierarchical type of uh, of of leadership and which leads all the way to the government and some of those orders are to execute people or to kill them in the course of a a battle and so they're exploring what that does to a psyche what they're always up for what they're willing to do what they're kind of 
you know he's totally down for this but he's also a little stunted the way in which you have very stunted where they're no longer able to really make good cognitive decisions because they've had to give over part of their psyche and that's why you have people coming back struggling with ptsd or becoming disillusioned with the government uh for whatever reasons i'm not going to get into uh, you know i don't know too many people from the army with, with the exception of shy uh to really speak for but from what i've seen in documentaries and so on and so forth um there is a little bit of a a come to um reconciling a reconciliation between you know service and uh what you've been asked to do in the name of service so seeing these two that are also are rather they've lost their ability to be one self-preservation uh their self-preservation is taylor lies brings in because he goes to the car and there's chris and fucking vaughn there and uh vaughn's in the front seat he's like check this out and he shoots the he accidentally lets loose the bullet on the gun oh my god it's terrible he jumps in the car he's like what the fuck and unfortunately taylor has wrapped them in he can't even honestly tell them what's going on they think they're gonna scare off some people he tries to get chris out of the car but because he's so non-confrontational he doesn't know how to say tell his friend but he knows it's already too late they already know it's exactly what in a lot of ways fuchs was telling them once you bring someone in you you gotta kill him and now all three are involved and i'm really i honestly don't know what this means is he gonna bring chris in because chris was looking very scared like taylor and vaughn they seem to be one in the same they they wanted to go it, it almost felt like they were suicidal but they weren't suicidal but they just had no self they said self-preservation for their own humanity they lost that somewhere uh but then again when you're walking to the walking into those situations do you become desensitized to it i don't know but as they're driving in the car they're all psyched up for it they were pre-gaming last night he tries to get chris to get the fuck out of the car he even opens the car as it's driving and you know that like taylor knows what i feel like there was an awareness in taylor like i said i don't think he was so stupid i think that there was an awareness from him of you know i read that uh the it's also the uh the domino effect because he took the book from the acting class and gene's words that also inspired barry inspired taylor that his bum rush idea was a great idea and then we needed more people so i went and got more people but he also knows that that what they're doing is absolutely and utterly uh dangerous chris has a wife and a child so he has something worth worth uh living for away from them that are more a little toxic 
and unfortunately they missed the the turn they're not going to do the plan as goes and he says look gene said something in his book his vice book about taking the initiative or some shit i don't even know but he decides that they need to drive on the airfield and don't even have their weapons out firing at them as they drive headlong into uh some looks like long range rifles because they are shot dead both on and taylor as the car flips and that's how the episode ends it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up so man they really upped the stakes in this episode they finally you know we're not dealing where it is a, a satire it is a comedy it is a dark comedy but there's this is the darkness in said comedy people the, the stakes are very high and this episode was a good reminder of that and i like these types of episodes so if you want to send feedback on our next very episode number seven blacker couch at gmail.com it's a penultimate episode as well uh or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease black or magic